crying. Oh god, guys, we're already laughing, and <laughs> Nico barely just pressed the record. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It is Wednesday. Do not I really sound loud? Surprise, motherfucker. No, you sound good. Just kicked in. What? Maybe my. Oh, you can't hear me. No, I can't. Hear oh. you. <laughs> we're keeping all of this. <laughs> Oh god! Mm. Yeah, surprise! It's Monday. <laughs> surprise! No, it's Wednesday. Yeah, I know, but so I said surprise. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Okay, no. Hello. Surprise! It's not Monday. <laughs> Nico and I are extra giggly. Okay. <laughs> Can Nico. you hear yourself? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I hope we can hear you. Welcome to our podcast. I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Mm-mm. No? If you can hear yourself, though. I can hear myself. Okay. I can only hear myself. I think it's because now you have both your earbuds on and we're okay. starting. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Okay. We're winging it. <laughs> we replay it and it's just you. It's just me talking time. to myself. <laughs> you hear me in the background, like all fucking far and shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, this is a whole almost two minutes okay, of us okay, just okay. laughing. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Surprise, it's Monday. I don't know. We're always saying something. We record on Mondays. So we put these out on Wednesdays. But happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good girls with bad luck. <laughs> so, we wanted to have a part two from the last episode when you laughed. Because I can't hear you, so I'm talking to myself. Really? Like, I can hear you, like, in real life, but, like, in still real life, but, like, in my (laughs) In your earbuds, you Mm -hmm. can't hear me. In my earbud life, I can't hear you. That's weird. Okay. Anyways, I can see your your little voice there. My little voice? (laughs) Your little voice. (laughs) (laughs) We wanted to do a part two of the mental health podcast that we did last week because again there's just so much we can talk about and nico wanted to talk about childhood healing right is that what you called it yeah like working um, with your inner child mm-hmm. healing your inner child i forgot i wanted to talk about that <laughs> thank you Bam, for reminding there you go boo <laughs> no yeah so she wanted to touch base on that i wanted to touch base more on the things that you can do to help out with your depression or anxiety and there was something else that we wanted to talk about. Um, having the right people around you. Yes, because there is such a thing as toxic friendships. Yeah. Bam, that's what we're talking about. Nico. Friendships, relationships, family members. Yeah. Name it. You. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, God. We're so extra. Oh, my I God. Just, we, have, we always it's get a coffee, good time. and I just feel like, I don't know, it's just hitting me different today. Like, it just it is hitting, it me hitting me different today. <laughs> Maybe it's because you bought it for me. It was my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> so and I didn't see bought her. me a drink like, today. Oh, I got your coffee, mm-hmm. or our coffee. <laughs> our coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where, where did you want to start off? Because you said this was a big, important thing to you. So I'm going to yes. let you take the flow. Okay. <laughs> um... So, I didn't really know a lot about, like, your inner child. Like, I've heard of it, like, when I first started, like, looking into meditation and healing, like, your traumas, but, like, on my own. But with my therapist, she really 
kind of talked to me about what it was and like why you need to heal your inner child. So it's basically just like you when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about like how you were and what you were doing when you were younger and what things you were put through, like you're trying to heal that person. Mm-hmm. So like for example, for me, I'm doing a lot of inner child work with my therapist and it's really important because it drags out into your adult life mm-hmm. and you wouldn't even know it until maybe you see a therapist or maybe you look it up but it affects you and it makes you have certain like traits so like for me like my anxious attachment style is from my inner child um and yeah so it's important so one thing that my therapist and I did was she did like this like guided meditation for me and she had me go to like a safe place and she had me sit in a circle it's called like the circle I don't know if it's like an actual like thing but she was talking like it was an actual thing so you might be able to look it up but she had me sit in a circle in my head Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um bring out six of my younger selves so I picked like one when I was like four my younger self when I was like six and then like middle school high school and then like maybe like a year or two ago me and then me present I'm sitting in the middle of the circle Mm -hmm. and I don't know what it was but like when I was doing this meditation I just knew, like, what every single one of versions of myself needed from me. Like, my younger child needed attention. They needed, like, love. Mm -hmm. And then she had me. (laughs) It was really, like, it's really cool. It was Mm -hmm. trippy, too, because I was like, this is so weird. Like, you think of yourself just as you are Mm -hmm. right now. But you don't realize that, like, there's, like, other versions of you when you're small. But mm-hmm. she had me go to each one and figure out what I needed and just give them a hug. And you're like, okay, that's not going to work. But it really does. Like, I would, I gave, like, my younger selves a hug. And then she was also telling me when I do feel, like, my anxious attachment kind of style to go back into my circle and show whoever needs love love mm-hmm. so I've been doing that so like if I feel anxious or if I'm just having a bad day and I don't feel like happy or something I just go over there and I literally baby myself mm-hmm. like even if it's like two years ago me yeah. if I'm struggling with something at that moment that I was struggling with back then then I just like I go hug that for it's so crazy to think but that's what I do and then she also has me celebrate these people and it's so healing to just connect with your inner child and your younger self Mm -hmm. and to give them what they really wanted and needed Mm -hmm. and then another thing that she had me do was she always has me meditate that's like the biggest thing that she has me do and I love it because Mm -hmm. it just I get so in tune with myself and Last time, I sent Mariah a video of me, like, crying after my therapy session. I loved that. Mm-hmm. When it you was... sent me that, I felt so happy. I did, too. Because it's such a relief. It's just like, holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, um, 
it was like a crying like happy cry Mm -hmm. and like a relief cry and it was it was like a very healing cry and I could not stop crying for like an hour Mm -hmm. because we were talking about something that I wanted to work on with my younger self and then at the end of our session she had me meditate and she's Mm -hmm. like okay go back to like that age you were at and just really ask her what she needs to hear and what she needs from you because if she couldn't get it from anyone else then you give it to her right now and like all like my younger self wanted was just like a friend Mm -hmm. and I like in my head I like grabbed my little self grabbed my older self and she like pulled me outside and like this I sound so crazy talking about it but like I went outside by our house when I was like my old old house and we were just like walking around and I felt so much better to know like that that younger me had someone there for them because so I like felt a like I was closure. missing it yeah mm-hmm. and and then I just could not stop crying and I was like whoa <laughs> so my therapist was like that was wild <laughs> I was like I didn't know that's what I needed mm-hmm. I didn't know it'd be like that simple to do to just hang out with myself and then she had me for like the next week just to go out and celebrate that younger self that needed healing and to do things that I wanted to do when I was young Mm-hmm. And things that I liked, things I like to eat, things I like to drink, like places I like to go. She had me do all that. And it was just, it was so healing. And like, you don't even realize you can do that. Like you have that mm-hmm. power and it makes you, I don't know, it just makes you feel more secure. And it helps, at least for me, it helps it help like my anxious attachment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't go away, like all the way but i'm still but working, working on, on it mm-hmm. there's like a lot of stuff i need to work on like with my younger self mm-hmm. um and i just realized i was talking really far from the microphone um <laughs> it and, like it. i can hear you <laughs> okay good and um yeah that's just healing your inner child is something that's very important to me and i think that if you've had some trauma that you can remember because a lot of it some people block it out and you can't remember it Mm -hmm. so some of like my younger years I don't remember but if you can remember it and you know what you need to work on and you don't have a therapist just try to like look inside and like find who needs help like your who which one of your younger selves needs help like what age were you what were you going through and what did you need and just like give that that child that inner child like the attention and love that it needs Mm mm-hmm yeah that's interesting mm-hmm. i was gonna ask you this though when because of course only you know what you've been through mm-hmm. when you're sitting in a circle with all the different versions of yourself do you specifically pick ages where you felt like you were kind of not the greatest at the time as far as you can remember or are you literally just picking random age groups no um she had me pinpoint like the the images and the certain ages that I remember going through certain things Mm -hmm. um so it's like it's it's not random it's the people that I like 
recall that needed help. Mm-hmm. Which is me, not people, me. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Mm-hmm. No, and I think that does play a huge role. Because, I mean, yeah, even if you've been through shit when you were, like, younger or a child, that is going to affect how you are as an adult. And us as adults don't even realize that sometimes. Because that's when people <laughs> like to say, well, I am just the way that I am. Like, mm-hmm. take it or leave it. Like, no, you. there can be reasons why you are the way that you are. But you have to deal with those reasons. There is a hundred percent reasons and situations and things that you've been through mm-hmm. that make you who you are. Whether that's good or whether that's bad. Mm-hmm. There's something there. So if you're not like 100% with yourself or you're not like, you know, <laughs> you like you, you want to work on yourself, like you there's a reason why you're mm-hmm. the way you are. So it's not like take it or leave it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. to a certain point, yeah, it's yeah, like take yeah, it or course. leave it. But obviously, if you want to work on yourself, <clears throat> you got to. No, that's got me thinking. Do you see me? I'm just staring at you like. <laughs> It's pretty it's crazy. Weird. You could probably find it on YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. this, it, she called it the circle. But I don't, I don't know. You could probably find it on YouTube. If I find it, I'll talk, link it up. Link mm-hmm. it up. I'll, I'll link it up, you know. I'll link it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about it the next podcast. Or just, I don't know what I'm saying. This coffee's got me. <laughs> got you wild, <laughs> No, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So when you say that, like, you have that attachment style, even as a child, right? Mm-hmm. What makes you think that you're like that? Like, what triggers that attachment? Um, Is it because you reflecting back on your younger self, you finally realizing and understanding that younger me wanted attention or younger me wanted that extra love from this person or that person like Mm -hmm. do you think that is why you have that attachment style like you you want that kind of stuff or yeah so for me personally it all goes back to like my parents and like my relationships with my parents Mm -hmm. um which is a big role yeah so i'll just talk about it like just a little bit um so that's do with my dad mm-hmm. and unfortunately my dad passed away a couple years ago um so i kind of like i try not to talk about him because he's not like here to like defend himself even though yeah. he doesn't have to defend himself but no i understand so there's this time and my dad i know my dad struggled with like mental health issues mm-hmm. he just didn't talk about it but you could tell like going back into like my memory i could tell like mm-hmm. i know what it looks like he had like depression he i don't know if he had anxiety but he definitely had depression and there's a time when i was very neglected by him Mm -hmm. where he wouldn't pay attention to me when i would go visit like because my parents are divorced and when i would go to his house him and my grandma's house he wouldn't pay attention to me and i just remember it lasted like a couple i think it lasted a couple of months i don't know it's it's a little blurry but I remember just wanting that connection with him mm-hmm. and doing whatever it took to like get try to get a connection with mm-hmm. him, even though it was hard for him because he was like not in a good place. Yeah. But a lot of like my attachment styles stem from stuff like that, 
there's like more stuff but that's just like one example the main, mm-hmm. yeah so like i am so anxious for someone to pay attention to me and mm-hmm. once they do i'm like oh my god they picked me like yeah. that's crazy i feel so great i need to hold on to this feeling and i don't ever want them to like let go of picking me you yeah. know and i just feel so special and all that and it's like it's not really a healthy <laughs> like way to think about things mm-hmm. um but yeah that's just like a specific example so a lot of that comes with like how you were parented and how like your relationships you had with like the people closest to you when you were when you were small at least for me i don't know if it's different for everyone but <clears throat> that's how my mind works no that makes sense 100 mm-hmm. percent. and i feel like going back on like what i said last episode like even mine and my family yeah my family's the greatest human beings in my opinion of course mm-hmm. but we've gone through some shit you know i feel like nobody's perfect but you know going back to like my family and i all going to therapy together it was more as far back because i was really young we we would have sessions together as a family but a majority of it was for my parents because they were going through a hard time and they didn't know if they're gonna decide to stay together or not mm-hmm. so even reflecting back on them like i thought that made everything better but like i said i'm i'm 25 literally last year was when it hit me that i felt like i hated my dad because we didn't have that bond Mm -hmm. and for the first time in my life i felt that last year so that's why like now hearing you say about working on your inner child and that makes sense like if i could sit with myself in a circle a whole lot of younger versions of myself would be like dad dad yeah <laughs> dad <laughs> and you could that's something it's you wild. could definitely mm-hmm. work on mm-hmm. and it's like i don't even know maybe you can even talk to your dad about it mm-hmm. and then like put things into perspective and then like work on that with your dad like just hanging out with him like one-on-one more yeah i feel like that would and doing stuff that you wanted to do when you were small and that maybe you guys didn't get to do mm-hmm. doing that stuff i feel like that would like make you feel so good and you don't mm-hmm. even you don't even know it that's the crazy thing i've gone through yeah. 24 years of life and mm-hmm. i didn't even know i just wanted a friend to hang out with like when i was like freaking like i don't know 12 mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't even i don't even know but yeah it's pretty crazy no like i said after going to therapy because even prior to going to therapy like i said i was really angry i hated the world i for sure took it out on my dad like i went off on him I did tell him how I felt, not in the healthiest way, of course, because I was angry. So it was coming out very strong. So now he knows how I felt. But literally, like I said, after therapy and after him seeing what I was going through, too, I feel like it kind of clicked because now, like, he, he gives me a hug. He'll be like, how was your day? Hi. Like, whenever I see him, because now I don't live with them, of course, but whenever I do see them, like, he'll um, he'll give me that hug. He'll he'll seem interested now on how, how am I doing? How was your day? You know? Mm-hmm. And he helped out so much with the move, too. Like, you can tell, like, he wanted to be part of it. Like, he was just being a good dad. <laughs> so, no, yeah, but it's crazy because... 
once you start becoming in touch with your emotions, guys, and like Nico said last episode, like your your mind's a powerful thing. It is. So if you come in touch with the both of those things, you learn a lot about yourself. Again, about things you didn't even think mattered. But in reality, they do. Because again, us as, as humans sometimes don't always know how to deal with certain emotions mm-hmm. at all. And like going back to like the, like your brain's like a powerful thing. You can literally change the way your brain is. Mm-hmm. I was, my therapist like told me about this book and I also seen some like videos about it. But if you work on like your brain and the way you think and like just I don't know. It's so it's so it's so crazy to even talk about. You can change the way your your mind is, like the physical, even like the physical brain. Mm-hmm. Like there has been some people that have been like sick or had like tumors or like cancer or whatever, and they'll do these like brain exercises or I don't even know what to call them, but like brain exercises, and they'll literally change their brain structure. And like their 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 scans like show, and it's not just like they're like crazy or whatever. Yeah. But there's, there's like evidence. Yeah. There's research and evidence behind it that you can change your brain, and that's just so crazy to me. It's a book. There's a book on it, and then there's also like um a video on it that I saw. But there's definitely a book, and I do not have the name. <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be. My name. I know you were. <laughs> I'm so and prepared. I don't know the name of it. <laughs> I was like, girl, you know me. I'm a book nerd. I like send it to you. That, I was like, oh, my God. It's a book? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. But you got to find that out for me. I know. Because I'd I love will. to read that. Because I believe it. Mm-hmm. Because we get so stubborn and hard-headed in our own ways. But once you literally just work on it, you see, like, holy shit. Like, I can do this. I can change this. I can do that. Like wild you're so powerful mm-hmm. and then i also <laughs> i feel like i said that too mariah you are so powerful oh i know i am you are <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um i was watching tiktok i am obsessed with tiktok i was watching tiktok <laughs> last night and i saw a video about this girl talking about trauma mm-hmm. and when something traumatic happens in your life it leaves like a scar on your brain and the way to fix the trauma is by working on it and there's like Mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying you can like the trauma's in your brain and you can change your brain oh i don't know i feel like a scientist (laughs) someone get nico a lab coat (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's cool i want to know that book now that's gonna be she sent it to me like the link and everything so i'll i'll look it up maybe i can look it up right now while you're talking no, I'm going to just sit here and stare at you. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so, working on your inner child. So, you're you. that's still something that you're working on. Yes. And I'm also, right now, I'm also uh, working on my relationship with food because I didn't realize how bad of a relationship I had with food until a couple months ago when I started, like, taking a hard look on myself. And I was like, wow, I'm not, I'm really not that great with like talking to myself when I'm eating or 
I I tend to do this thing where I label food as good and bad. Mm-hmm. And when I eat something bad, I'll talk down on myself for the whole day. I will be like, okay, whatever. I ate something bad, so I'll keep eating bad. But then I'll keep talking negative to myself and be like, you know, just saying like the worst of things you can imagine. What you say to yourself matters, It guys. does. <laughs> it really does. And that's why I was like, I gotta fix this. And then when I eat something mm-hmm. good, I'm like, ooh, like I should reward myself. And then it'll be like, you can have a cookie now. <laughs> and I'll be like, fuck, <laughs> this is bad. And it just like, it's like an endless cycle of just like, binging food mm-hmm. and then like talking down on yourself and then it's just like a cycle and it's not good for your body at all and then i was thinking about it i also had like this like revelation the other day when i was eating well like very very clean and very strict i felt good and i had like this positive image about myself but i was thinking back to it and when i would just want like a pizza mm-hmm. it would be like the worst day ever i wouldn't even like let myself have a pizza and then if i did i'd eat a whole box of pizza i'd have like a slice and be like oh that was good like i'm full Mm -hmm. but then my mind would be like no you're not you have this chance you gotta eat it all and i couldn't i can't stop like it's just a battle within mm -hmm. yourself and someone would eat like the whole thing until i'm sick and then i talk bad about myself in my head and then it, it would just be like an endless cycle so right now I'm trying to work on like the balance between good and bad food and trying to like get rid of that that thought, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I'm also working on that inner child and my eating and there's just a lot going on in this this that brain. brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like going off of what you said, what you say to yourself matters. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a real thing, guys. Last year when I was going through my shit, I'd constantly talk down to myself. Oh, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of this. I'm not worthy of that. I'm a loner. I'm this. I'm that. Like, you can label yourself so many negative things. Like, when I looked at myself in the mirror, I'd be like, ugh, I'm disgusted. <laughs> like, I literally, like... I hated myself last year. Like, literally hated myself. Physically, mentally, emotionally. Like, I was just in the fucking gutter, guys. Like, it was it was terrible. But I did learn that what you say to yourself matters. And what helped me for sure get out of that is... Where's the name of it? I'm a no here it's a it's hard to remember the names of books oh no yeah (laughs) no i just wanted to know the name of it because i'm interested (laughs) but yeah when you're trying to talk to people you're like yeah (laughs) no so one thing that really really helped me guys besides books are podcasts so i've been listening to a podcast for a while now i want nico to listen to her soul bad i don't know if you guys watch youtube but her name is casey michaels on youtube her name is still glamorous but she created a podcast and it's called she stays soft and what did she did she used to do like makeup and yeah she's here in tucson 
And oh, I know who she is. I saw her when we worked at Tutti Fruity. <laughs> I don't can we see them on the podcast? When we worked at Tutti Fruity, mm-hmm. I saw her walk by. And then that's when I knew she was in Tucson. And yeah. she, her husband is like a tattoo artist. Yeah, Anthony Michaels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He won uh, the Ink Master. She has so a now podcast? He has a shop. Yeah, that's so... I sent you a screenshot of it before. Yeah. A while back. Yeah. But yeah, it's called She Stays Soft. And her whole focus is like on empowering women. And that's one thing I love about her. It's like her YouTube, she's so real. Like... She will literally show you the emotions that she's going through. Like, she's not that influencer who's like, oh, my life's great. I got money. I'm popping. I'm fabulous. I'm everything. Like, no, this is a legit normal mom who's here in Tucson who loves makeup, who loves empowering women. And she'll show you the real emotions that she's going through. Because just like any normal fucking human being, one day you're going to feel great and the other day you're not. So, like, her whole focus on the podcast is empowering women. And literally, guys, if you listen to her voice, her voice is so fucking soothing. Like, the moment I play one of her podcasts, like, I'm immediately just relaxed. And hearing her talk, and that was a big thing on one of her episodes, was what you say to yourself matters. So, if I can, like, go back and find the name of the episode, oh, my God, you have to listen to it because it's so good. I remember I listened to that podcast, that same episode, like three different times when I was feeling like shit and I got sticky notes and I was writing down words that she was saying and I literally, because I have a round shaped mirror, guys, that was on my wall. So I literally put the sticky notes all over my mirror. So one thing with me, it's like, I have to learn how to feed good energy to myself and be positive. Of course, I'm not going to be positive 24-7. But if I have those reminders, they help me out so much. Because you have to have those positive affirmations and, you know, feed yourself that good energy so you can so you can feel it and it can be real and genuine. Like, you, you have to be nice to yourself. Because if you're consistently down on yourself... You're just going to make yourself picture all this shit that's not even real. And you're just going to go around and around and around. And <sighs> I love her. <laughs> <laughs> so in the story, I love her. I'll listen to it. I've just been really, um, I've been addicted to this podcast called Frenemies. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But, it. but it's with, um, I don't know. I've just been addicted to it. And it's, they're like two hours and two hour I've, episodes mm-hmm. Dang, and i've been we trying to get to on their up. level <laughs> <laughs> we just feel like sitting here for like an hour like hey nico <laughs> <laughs> but yes i've been addicted to that but i will listen to it i promise yeah so if you guys want to listen to an empowering podcast for sure listen to it it's she stays soft and i i really love that about her that's always been her motto even on from her YouTube to her podcast, stay soft. She literally has it tattooed on her too because she lives by that. And it's so true. Like, regardless how much bullshit you've been through, the trauma, the drama, anything negative, I hope you stay soft at the end of the day. Because going through all that stuff can turn you into a negative ugly person and it's not that you wanted to just some people just don't know how to deal with those kinds of things but 
if you can learn from it, but also remember to stay true to yourself and stay genuine and stay real. Just stay soft. Like, don't let the hard times in life make you hard. Like, don't don't allow it to, like, literally affect you in those ways. Like, still stay soft. I love that. I love that so much. I have always been a soft person. Mm-hmm. But... Um, one of my exes (laughs) would always tell me that I was too soft and that I need to grow thicker skin and that I need to like do all like basically just toughen up, you know, Mm -hmm. but I've never been able to do that. And when you say stay soft, it makes me feel good because I'm like, I, no matter I go through so much no matter how much I go through, I will never have thick skin. I will never toughen up. <laughs> and I think it's like like being like a soft person and like all that is I think that's very powerful too because you I, I think it is mm-hmm. because I feel like soft people are willing to learn and soft people are willing to own their shit oh, I know I can work on this or I can work on that. Like soft people will stay open. And that's the point. If I can stay soft throughout this, I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be good because I got this. I can get through this. Because you're soft. You're a soft person. And that's such a good thing. And I feel like I'm a soft person too. Like, don't get me wrong. I can also say I'm a tough-ass bitch. Like, I, Yeah, but they're like two different yeah. two different things, you yeah, know? Yeah, so like, don't get me wrong. I won't tolerate bullshit, but I'm going to stay soft at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I'm trying to say, too. Like, you can, you can be both. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely a tough person, like a strong person, but I'm also soft. Yeah. Like the... Pillsbury Doughboy. No, no. See, I love that. I also wanted to talk about, um, like I went to the doctor, <laughs> and I was telling her this is before I, I had therapy. I was telling her mm-hmm. how I struggled with a bunch of anxiety mm-hmm. and all that, and she was telling me it's very important um to get the right vitamins in and to get the right amounts of vitamins in Mm -hmm. um and so i just want to like say that if you struggle with an anxiety to make sure that you're not vitamin d deficient because i wanted to say that last time because it's kind of like there's some stuff that you can do um like by like taking vitamins and stuff Mm -hmm. that doesn't involve like therapy or like doing all that that can ease up some of like the anxieties and stuff so just make sure you're getting um enough vitamin d because low low levels of vitamin d can cause anxiety and depression um and also vitamin b i i take like vitamin d and a b complex every day mm-hmm. um so i just want to say that because that's like something i never ever heard about never and heard never knew mm-hmm. and it's like such an easy fix you just have to like take like a vitamin or add more vitamin d into your diet every day and look, you're just taking care of your body at the same time. Exactly. I need to get on that vitamin life. I was yeah. doing good at one point, and then I just stopped, and I don't know why. I think it's because I finished my bottle, and I was like, well, got to go get more. <laughs> I always forget. It's like, like, right now, I only have vitamin C. That's literally all I take. Vitamin C. That's so good. 
<laughs> but damn, I need to get on that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get on that D life. But yeah, also, <laughs> I'm trying to like switch. <laughs> also, it's better to get your vitamins in like with food like natural food but if you can't do that because it's not very realistic to some people like me just do it with like a like a actual like pill capsule but if you can get it in with food because then you don't have to worry about like all like the the other issues because like i'm in like nutrition classes at school and there's so many things in america that they just allow us to ingest Mm -hmm. that aren't good for us Mm -hmm. like I don't know. It's so crazy. That's I'm like, I need to grow a garden and just eat stuff That'd from be my sick. garden. I want to do that when I get a house. I eat like shit. I it's do. easy to, though, in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in America. <laughs> I'm mad. I don't know the way you said that with your little hand motion. In America. <laughs> I've always wanted to move to Canada you know okay there's this thing now that i'm on like this nutrition thing there's this thing in a lot of foods if you look at like go into like your kitchen and look at maybe like some chips like i know it's definitely in doritos and cheetos it's called i was eating cheeto puffs listen to this (laughs) there's this ingredient that's like banned in other countries but not america called red 40 and it's if it's banned in other countries, why do we have it? Why do they let us ingest it? It's just like America. an additive because America. <laughs> like, it just like blew my mind. And I didn't even know, like, I didn't know that until now. And I'm just like, I'm 24. I've been eating this red 40 for 24 years. <laughs> like, what the heck? I just want to move to Canada. Like, they have, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Australia or something. I don't know. I'm never going to move, though. I'll stay in America. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> this coffee, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nico and I are wild in today, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. Dang, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I believe it, though. Yeah, I, you should. I eat, I eat like shit. I do. Well, that's a big time. It's not like... I'm not going to say it's okay, but, like, I... I see you eat. You eat fine, but you just have like some like stuff sometimes, you know. I need to eat. That more. That is a big lie. I have now that I'm thinking about it. I have never seen you eat. <laughs> Lies. Have I seen you eat before? I don't know. <laughs> like I'm trying to put some yogurt at today. No, I need to eat more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that can for sure make me feel better, especially if I'm feeling slump or like not motivated. Because I wake up so fucking early for work. I get up at 4.20 a.m., guys. Every fucking morning. Okay? Do you think I'm going to wake up a little bit extra early just to get in a bowl of cereal? Fuck no. You should make Fuck overnight oats. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Um, you make oats, and then you put it in your refrigerator, and then they're already ready. Hmm. I'll make them for you. You have a nice kitchen. <gasps> Mariah has like a nice kitchen and I would cook for her if she asked. But the overnight Nico, oats. Oh my gosh. I'm you can do. You, okay. Can you cook for me? Yes. You just you heard it. You guys some <laughs> oats. <laughs> you can make such good oats like overnight oats. Like oh, you'd love them. I will I'm come next time. Yeah. Because like I said, I'm not. I don't want to wake up early 
just to throw in some food in my system. Again, that's going to take extra time to make something or, you know, like, no, I already wake up. So then I'm at work all fucking day. I work 10 plus hour shifts daily, depending on the surgery day. So literally there's days, guys, where we don't even get a fucking lunch (laughs) because we're that busy. And the second you think that you have time to like sit down for 10 minutes and like freaking swallow your food whole. Oh, there's a wellness appointment. Just kidding. Like, fuck. Like I and that was a big thing for me when I moved. I started to say like, oh, I'm going to start bringing in my lunch every day so I can start saving money. You know, like, cool. I'm an adult now. I got a lunchbox. I'm cool. (laughs) You know, (laughs) but I do. To be honest, I don't even fucking bother anymore Mm. because I just don't have the time. So literally, if anything, I just eat dinner. Hmm. You should start meal prepping. But like, again, if if I have a meal and I take it to work, that's true. It's not even guaranteed that I can eat it. Hmm. Well, then you need to eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I was just there. blinking at her, guys. <laughs> She's like, "You better shut up right now, <laughs> fucking Nico. Did you not just fucking listen?" To that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Girl, if you got time to go to Dutch every morning, oh, you got girl, time that is to out of the oats. Girl, that is out of the coach. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I have to have my Dutch. Dude, me without coffee, fucking shit show. Mm. I've tried at work, and Lord, and Lord. never again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're, like, so off topic today. <laughs> it's the coffee. I don't know what it is, but my brain is just going wild. <laughs> <laughs> like I have so many I feel like we're not even recording a podcast like I feel like I'm just trying to talk to you <laughs> Nico and I right now are like locked eyes we have not stopped looking at each other <laughs> this is really intense that's so crazy because like with like my social skills not being there I hate having eye contact really? with people when I talk it's like something that I, I try it. to do I try to do it so much because I know it's like respectful yeah and it makes you look better as a person mm-hmm. I think I don't know but um I've been trying to lock eyes with people when I talk to them, but it's mm-hmm. so hard for me to do. Like, really? sometimes when I don't, you never notice. You'll probably notice now, but if I talk to you, I'll like look around mm-hmm. and like not talk to you. But no, then, I've noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just thought that was a you thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it is, but <laughs> it's just so hard for me to lock eyes with someone. So, like, oh, I can lock eyes with people until if I have feelings for someone, I can't look at them. I'm that person that's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time you'll catch me not looking at someone i just if i if it's a person with a breath <laughs> i can't look them in the eye <laughs> no. like, that's why i'm so surprised i'm looking at you yeah. like for like an hour nico and i are so engaged to one another right now okay before this gets too crazy long let's start talking about toxic friendships oh yeah okay because for sure again Last year, something that I've also learned is who you surround yourself with matters at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You have to be careful with who you hang out with because you want to pay attention to the people who like bring you genuine joy into your life. I don't at this point in my life. I don't want to be around people that are going to bring in negative energy that are going to bring in the fucking drama, the people that are going to tear me down, the people who it's like, 
I feel stressed. If I'm talking to them or if I'm around them, whatever they're bringing to the table and if it's negative, get out. I want nothing to do with you. Amen. And that's the point where I'm at right now in my life. For once in my life, guys, I love and fucking adore my circle. Mm-hmm. I feel like the people that I'm around with just empowers me. They make me feel good. And before, one thing about me is I would never cry happy tears. I didn't know why. It was just never a thing for me. And now, girl, I surround myself with people who make me cry good tears. That's so good. I'm so happy. Like, I can't even remember the last time I would do that. And now, like, the the women that I hang out with, it's just like, they literally uplift me. And I feel so fucking good about myself. And feeling so good about myself already, and then, ha- like, hearing them talk to me in such high positive ways like it just makes me feel so good and like in the past being around people who are just so serious it reflected on me I would be so quiet I'd be just to myself and that is not the type of person that I am but one person specifically Kayla if you were listening to this boo (laughs) I fucking love and adore the shit out of you because you have taught me to go back to my old, giggly, stupid ass self. Because if you can live life without taking yourself seriously, of course, take yourself seriously to like an extent. But if you can literally just fuck around and be silly and have fun and laugh and not fucking give a fuck about what people have to say about you, she brought that back out in me. If you could see and hear the shit that we talk about every day, you kind of be like, whoa. <laughs> she, I, I love that about her. And I was just telling Nico in the car, guys, like on the way. Yeah, I've heard a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just talking about Kayla and Nico in the car, like, Homegirl's in her 30s, and she is a wild child. Like, I love that. I hope when I'm in my 30s... Dude, I'm like halfway there. Fuck. <laughs> but, more than halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, Literally. <laughs> like, I hope that I can keep this side of me out and alive. Because I, I love it. I love just joking around and fucking around and being stupid and having fun like i love that like she's brought out that side of me again so again boo boo if you're listening thank you for that you've you've made an impact in my life but surround yourself with people like that people who are gonna bring the good side of you don't involve yourself around people who are gonna want you to hide that version of yourself or the people that are going to like make you be quiet the people that are going to make you doubt yourself the people that are going to make you feel like you're something that you're not and like don't don't be around people that are gonna like make you scared to act your true self yeah because you feel like they're gonna judge you i feel like that's one thing that i need to work on like not caring what 
people think of me. And I just wanted to add, I feel like a lot of people nowadays are like, family is everything. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, you need to stick with your family. But I, I feel like that, like, I don't know if it's my unpopular opinion, but I feel like that's not right. Like, if your mm-hmm. family makes you feel like that, it's not just friendships, it's not no, just yeah. relationships, mm-hmm. but, like, your family. Like, if anyone in your family makes you feel a type of way, or if it's, like, very toxic, like, you don't need them either. Like, Mm-mm. no matter what. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But no, I also I, I have had a circle of friends, which you know, that I've, I've had for, like, what eight years now i've had i'm so blessed not a lot of people can say that no yeah i've had how many friends i would say around like six or seven friends in my life that i've had for eight years and every time i hang out with them i always feel like we're back in like high school Mm -hmm. or like i'm back to like my old like young self and Mm -hmm. we could just do and say whatever we want yeah and it's so great and it's a good time last year i didn't get to see them as much i didn't get to talk to them as much and i feel like that was a big impact on my mental health Mm -hmm. and how i acted and how i carried myself and it's just like it's important to keep those healthy people yes in your life Mm -hmm. it's so important and it it is true especially going back on the family thing Mm -hmm. blood or not if you're that person if you're that toxic person i don't need you Mm -hmm. (laughs) regardless who the fuck you are friends is a huge role as well because you can pick those (laughs) yes and that i was telling you about that too my nina said that friends are family members that you choose and it's true you you are lucky and you are blessed if you've had those friends that have stuck around forever i i have gone through many 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 friendships i have a few that have stuck around but like the people that i used to fuck with heavy in high school you think they're in my life right now no Mm -mm. i don't Mm -mm. see them (laughs) hello (laughs) (laughs) and it's true so if you have those people in your life appreciate them mm-hmm. thank them let them know how you feel yes. about them let whoever it is in your life know how much you love them and make sure you're not being like the toxic person oh for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta look yourself too not just judge other people mm-hmm. you gotta make sure you're not the toxic person and then if you are it's it's fine but you gotta work on it <laughs> like as long as you're working on yourself and you realize these things it'll work out in the end mm-hmm. you attract what you put out hey guys it's nico um i just got done listening to this episode of our podcast and something was bothering me that i just want to clear up i'm going to try to make this really short um i said that being toxic is fine uh, i don't believe those words i don't even know why i said them i made a mistake by saying those words i am coming from a place of experience I guess in my last relationship I started to become the toxic person and having those toxic tendencies and I think this is also has to do with surrounding yourself with good people healthy people um because if you surround yourself with toxic people and people that do things that you don't believe are right 
no matter what, even if that's not you, you're going to start getting those traits. You're going to start getting those characteristics because you're surrounding yourself by it. And it's just going to become a normal. Um, and I guess what I meant is if you realize that you're being toxic, if you realize that you're having those toxic tendencies and you start to work on becoming a healthier you, a better version of yourself, then I think that's amazing and all the power to you. That's currently what I'm doing. Um, I'm not a perfect person. No one's a perfect person. I'm going to make mistakes. And I realize that. And I'm just trying to say that if you yourself realize that you're not doing what you feel is right um, and you start to change that, then that's great. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. And if I ever say something stupid like that, again, just call me out so I can fix it. Um, And I don't know. I'm just, I'm human. <laughs> okay, but proceed. I just don't know why you guys to think that I believe that or if that, or that being toxic is fine. Yeah, thank you. Proceed. Yep. But yes, tell people how much they mean to you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that's always been a big thing with me. Especially like <laughs> with my family members, like every time before we leave, we always say, I love you. Even before bed love you good night like that's just a norm for us and i've had people around that are like what the fuck like that's weird you guys do that like like so when i hear people say like what you don't you don't say i love you to like people even to my friends like if they're leaving love you like that's Mm -hmm. that's just a big thing for me i want to make sure that my people know that they're loved and they mean something to me. And there's times where I feel like that's, that's weird to people. Because there's been times where my friends would be like, love you. And I don't even get anything back. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but I know not everyone's comfortable doing yeah. that. Yeah. But that's a big thing for me. I'll always tell people I love you. If I fuck with you like that, I will always tell you that I love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love you, Mariah. <laughs> oh, I love you, Nico, little boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this podcast just went off the rail. I know. <laughs> like, sorry if I said some stuff that doesn't make sense or if I said something. I don't know. I feel like well, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> I feel a little weird. What did Dutch put in this sheet? I know. <laughs> no, guys, but for sure, if you have those toxic people in your life, friends, family members, you... Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Get out. Because sometimes at the end of the day, they're not worth it. They're not. And if you can realize that, they'll open a whole lot more better doors for you. Yes. Because you don't need people in your life like that. Just surround yourself with good energy and surround yourself with people that are going to uplift you. Like, don't get me wrong, though, too, at the same time, too. As a friend, I will call you out on your shit. That's good, though. That's, that's a real friend mm-hmm. to me. You know, so... If you have someone in your life that's, like, calling you out on your shit and you're like, ew, I don't like that, like, you're a bad friend, then in reality, you're the bad friend Mm -hmm. because you're not even being honest with yourself and now you're hating on your friend for being real with you. Like, if you have people like that in your life, you're fucking lucky because there's a lot of people out there who just sugarcoat shit. Yeah, but, like, real as in, like, not being like a bully no yeah <laughs> you know like sometimes mm-hmm. like some people will take it like the wrong way mm-hmm. but like not like 
like your hair doesn't look good but like yeah you're doing the wrong things like mm-hmm. with someone else you know mm-hmm. like that kind of realness yeah don't be a friend who's gonna like oh you look ugly yeah. <laughs> so, no that that fuck that friend <laughs> you know but i mean like say you you there's something that happened to you and you're talking to your friend about it and in reality you're the one who went wrong and you're expecting your friend to be like oh yeah fuck that nah, 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 nah. but in reality your friend's like well actually nico you know i don't really think that how you handled that situation was good mm-hmm. you know if you can have someone in your life like that keep those people around because yeah. those are those are going to be the people that teach you and again that's a big thing for me if i have people around me that are uplifting but that can teach me and do all that kind of stuff i will keep you all around yes because i love that energy i do too big time with that being said (laughs) i still have so much more to talk about everything (laughs) what should our next episode be about i don't know i was just gonna ask you that Mm, well if you have any suggestions let us know maybe on instagram if you don't have us like our numbers or anything yeah if you have my number text me if you need me you know like you have my number for a reason yeah if you need me text me yes don't be shady communicate please (laughs) don't be shady i've had some (laughs) i had a week (laughs) so you have my number (laughs) just text me please no seriously text me No, for real, guys, if you have something that we can talk about, please. Yeah, or Snapchat us, us or Instagram us, or text Twitter, us, or send us a letter, Bing. email. <laughs> oh my sorry. god, if you guys were sitting here at this table with us, oh my god. I'm sorry if this was all over the place, guys. Me too. Nico and I are just on one. I apologize, I feel like it's my fault. <laughs> No, it's dead from fall. They put some some. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I didn't even. I barely even drank <laughs> half of it. What the? <laughs> me and you were going for so long. <laughs> we drank like two sips and we're like, "This is Dutch Bros." <laughs> Dutch Bros. Life. Nico always laughs at me because the moment I get there, they're already waving at me. Like, hey, Mariah. People know me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks guys. for listening again. Um, I really appreciate all the feedback. I got some feedback from people this week that i didn't even know listen to it which is really cool mm-hmm. so hi to you guys you know who you are yes. i appreciate you guys listening and yeah thanks for the feedback i appreciate it and shout out to my mama <laughs> shout who out tried to, to leave Tucson. she tried <laughs> to leave fan. a review and she's like right go look at it and i'm like mom i don't see it anywhere but she tried but she sent me a screenshot of it <laughs> like she's so cute thank you to mariah's mother i hope to meet you one day (laughs) you sound amazing yeah i love my mama bear and shout out to my mom too she doesn't really understand podcast (laughs) so she's probably not listening to this but i will let her know you said the hi (laughs) yes oh my god this was fun we were laughing more than anything i know well talk to you guys next week bye bye